0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Hey everybody, Recruiting Animal here on May... 8th, May 8th, 2019. Look, I got a, a tip for anybody doing a podcast. Have good intro music, because if you're feeling down, you know, just before the show starts, <laughs> it'll pick you up a bit, okay? I just had that experience. It won't make your show good, but at least it'll help you start off. I'm just going to say a few things to you, then we're going to get to the guest. Uh, Adam Grant, I want to talk about him today. I follow him on Twitter. I follow him on uh Facebook he's a famous popular psychologist and he wrote an article the other day uh, advising us how to deliver criticism productively and i like delivering criticism so you know i might as well know how to do it right he uses the sandwich method which i've heard before first you compliment the person then you criticize them then you compliment them again it's like a sandwich with the uh, criticism buried between the two slices of uh, bread you know the idea is that uh, you know if, if you bury the person in compliments and the criticism isn't gonna drive them crazy okay you know even if they're sensitive they can handle it now let me tell you i did that once successfully i went to a lecture i thought it was very good but the guy said one thing that i thought was not proper at all so i sent him an email after and i praised his talk to the skies right and it was sincere i thought it was terrific and then i noted his mistake and he replied he said look you know your criticism was right and uh, he said you really know how to deliver criticism well <laughs> Of course I flattered him to the skies and I was flattered by his reply right I felt like man I I really know how to do something right so I tried to do it again with other people but I never could do it once you know why cuz I wasn't so enthusiastic about them I didn't have any compliments uh you know so when I tried to say something nice it came out as phony and forced and you know completely out of context right it had no effect at all the people I was criticizing they got mad at me, even though I was using this sandwich technique, because 99% of the time, that's just the way it is. You don't admire the people. You don't admire the people you criticize, and they don't like you, right? It's one of life's uh, everyday tragedies. And I've got to tell you something on this show, we don't try to fake it here. If we think you're wrong, we tell you straight out on Jerry Jerry. The Recruiting Animal Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. And I'd like to thank my sponsors as well, PC Recruiter. The Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the super duper sourcing tool, and Honit, HoneIt, H O N E I T, the phone interview technology. You know, Jerry, the guest asked me to play some uh, introductory music for him today, and it was so awful. <laughs> it was so awful, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. It was, uh, I don't know, that heavy metal. Headbanging stuff, you know. The band is called Five Fingered Punch. I think that's uh, that's it. Let me just let me just see if I if I if I can give you a, sa- a sample. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hey everybody, I'm just pretending that Jerry's here. He he doesn't show up. Uh, here here's the music though. Here it is. You well, this is just the intro. You're not getting the taste of what it's really like. I mean, it, it is awful. Jim, Jim, the guest, are you there? Were you serious when you asked me to play this music? Jim. Jim. Yeah. I know it's there. I'm going to put it on hold. Okay. five-finger <laughs> death punch. Is that what it's called, five-finger death punch? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Michael G. Cox. It stinks. All right. Do you like that? Do you like that?
0: I, I'm not the biggest fan, but, yeah, I enjoyed that. I
1: like that. It gets, we didn't even get to the singing. It sounds like the devil. It sounds like the devil. I don't understand it. Mental cases like that music, okay? This Thanks guy's bad. name is – yeah, okay. This guy <laughs> – I know how to deliver criticism, okay? I can, th- I can teach Adam Adam Grant a thing or two about criticism, okay? So, anyway, the guy today, the guest is a guy named Jim Wall. It's uh, His Twitter address is J underscore W-A-H-L, and uh, he's in Dallas. Uh, you know, his Twitter, just let me tell you, there's no, <laughs> no picture. It's a cartoon. And there's no link to his LinkedIn profile or anything else that might help you identify him. He's got a he's got an active Twitter account, but for some reason, you know, he doesn't want you to know who he is. But but I figured out who he is, okay. And and that's who he is, J underscore W A H L. You know, but he called in uh, a, a minute or two before the show started. And since since my initial little conversation with him, he hasn't been answering. So if he can if you can hear me, Jim and there's some technical reason you're not answering the phone, why don't you hang up Can you and call hear me back? Now? Cause I... There he is. What? There... Is he there? Oh, you, what's you wrong with you? Did mute, you go man. to the washroom?
2: You're on no? the show. I was, I was waiting for your rant to be done.
1: No, I was talking to you. I was playing your crappy music for a half an hour there, and you didn't even <sighs> comment.
2: That, that's good sourcing music. That's what you need to source. Keep your head on wow. straight. you can't listen to that okay Bob why don't Millinger you tell everybody
1: <laughs> oh yeah you're, yeah you know what you're funny on the Facebook page I, I, I got a feeling you're not going to be as funny here. Why don't you tell uh, oh, yeah. everybody why don't you tell everybody what you do okay because I don't know
2: you don't know what I do. I'm on LinkedIn
1: no I'm proud it in front of me okay I know this no. guy does marriages on the weekend, okay? How much he charged to get married to marry people? hundred and fifty bucks That's yeah. all that's not it. Bad. And is it like yeah. non non denominational secular? No, I can do everything except Catholic
2: and Jewish. Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. What about Zoroastrian? Well now, now you're just getting weird now.
1: Okay, that's your you are in your head. Okay. Okay, let's get back to recruiting. What do you do? Just tell us succinctly, please. A- yeah, corporate
2: recruiting for yeah, a hotel and management and then- company.
1: Who's got the people talking in behind yeah. them there? Get rid of them. Put yourself on mute. But <laughs> Maureen, Maureen, Maureen? Mm-hmm. yeah, she has She's only been on the show for ten or eleven years. <laughs> she's doing her. She's doing her phone sourcing while she's on the show. Well, at least I know her. Hold on, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna block yeah, her.
0: She could, that's fine.
1: There she goes. Okay, oh, by the
0: way, way, that's not
2: a. Three. That's not a. That's not a cartoon. On my on my Twitter, that's my uh, tattoo on my left arm. Okay, I'm not interested.
1: I just want to know what, what <laughs> you do? Wow. What's your job? What's your
2: job?
1: Recruiting. What's your job? Don't resist me. What's your job? (laughs) It's still recruiting. What do you do? Okay. Do you want to say, okay, we'll just get into it. Okay. Uh, Let me ask, you know, some quickies. Easy to answer to warm you up. What time did you wake up today?
2: 4.30. Is that your usual time? Yeah. Is that on purpose or by accident? (laughs) No, that's on purpose. You got to get up and pee or something? Well yeah, you got. Well, no, I got up and pee at two thirty. Then I just get up at four thirty oh to, to, to start my day. Okay, right. uh, what do you do at four thirty in the morning? Start uh, we'll up, walk the dog, get ready for, uh-huh. go to the gym, and then come to work. Okay, you don't meditate by any chance, do you? No, I don't have time to meditate.
1: Okay, do you have any hobbies?
2: Uh, other than weddings, no. That keeps okay. me busy. That's about eighty-five a year. F-
1: final warm-up question: How many monitors oh. do you
2: have on your desk? How many monitors? Two.
1: Two, and you really like it?
2: I've got yeah, some warm-up could, questions. If if I could figure out how to get my laptop open and have these monitors open, I'd have three.
1: Okay. A warm-up question from Michael G. Cox. Go ahead, shoot. All right. Favorite scotch and
2: favorite cigar. Uh, favorite his scotch profile. is the, oh, 18-year-old Glenn Levitt. Favorite uh, cigar is a Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Churchill.
1: which one? Okay.
2: Yeah, Churchill. You've got to have a decent smoke. That's about an hour.
1: Yeah, at least. Okay, let's move on. Bad hair. If you bring a candidate in for a senior role, face-to-face interview, and you see he's dyed his hair and done a bad job of it, is that going to affect your assessment? <laughs> what
2: What is he interviewing for? Is it for a hairdresser? A senior probably... role. It
1: could be director, VP level, the engineering hey, manager.
2: Well, you like to focus a lot on people's looks. So I don't think – no, I wouldn't – if he did a bad hair job, bad dye job, no, I'd still, I'd still yeah. present him.
1: Uh, but it's not a problem. It wouldn't uh, bias you against him or her, right?
2: No, i got to look beyond that. Based on all the cultures and everything I, uh, I talk to, Okay, you, okay. Can't, okay. you can't base uh, here's, it on that. Here's,
1: This is a, a Jerry and, and Michael G. Cox question. If a candidate reschedules an interview, do you know <laughs> that really this person is not really
2: interested? Why they reschedule? It doesn't the, matter. The, well, the Michael G. Cox, is, you want to take over? Are people
1: Michael
0: dropping Cox? No, okay. Michael so Cox, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry shared this quite some time ago, and I think he shared it a few times. That those that reschedule just for one reason or another are never going to work out. They're just not. Would, they don't see the value. They don't see, you know, whatever the
2: excuse or reason may be just doesn't work out. I'd give them one pass if something actually came up. Some of the roles I recruit for, they do get last-minute things.
0: you got to give yeah, them uh-huh. one pass. Okay, you but give them a one pass. It, how it, when, many of those people that you've given a pass to have actually worked out?
2: Quite a few. Okay. But you got to look at the reason, though. So I've got, got one last weekend. So someone's interviewing to be an executive assistant, problem solver, personal assistant to our CEO. She couldn't make it to the interview because her electricity went out. And she had to wait for the electric company. She had to wait. Like, I don't know. Does she work for him, the electric company? But she had to wait. So we passed on her. Oh, if really? we can't okay. figure out how to, how to take a shower at a gym or at a friend's house and get to an interview, we move on.
1: Yeah, the electricity has nothing to do with the shower. Next question. Uh, blaming the recruiter. This is quoting you. Blaming the recruiter for a bad hire is like blaming the gasoline in your car for getting lost on a trip. Okay? You yeah. say that tenure tenure is never associated with the recruiter unless the person hired works directly for the recruiter there's too many factors the recruiter can't control you you believe that strongly
2: absolutely god no i if i gave you a bunch of people to look at and you chose that one then you chose that one i didn't make you hire that person i put a gun to your head and said you got to hire this guy and that's it or this is the only person in the world that does this job you're the one that made that decision and how you treated them the like the other thing you know if i hit you in the head for free to you hit your head with hundred dollars, you still get hit in the head
1: yeah I don't with understand that I quoted you. I posted that on twitter, but i don't I didn't get it. What does that mean if I hit you in the head uh, oh, that was for to that,
2: that dude that that someone who's was paying somebody a hundred bucks to apply, and it's still a crappy experience It's still a crappy experience, no matter if you pay me or not, it's still crappy. Fix the experience. Okay. Okay. If you're paying me but to apply, I can imagine.
1: Look, if you're the thing is, yeah, the hiring manager makes the final choice, okay? But you're giving, you're you're pushing the hiring manager in a certain direction. You're giving him or her a short list to choose from. So shouldn't you be responsible for the, let's say, three people that they are people that you can pretty well count on? to stay for a while and do a good job, you're saying, no, they might, you know, I'm going to give three people, and if they, if they all turn out to be lousy, it doesn't reflect on me. I don't think that's true.
2: If you, if you come back to me and say, oh, hey, all, Jim, all three of these are crap, I don't want to talk to any of them, that's me. That's my fault. If you say, Jim, these are all three great candidates, I'm going to go with Bob, and you pick Bob, that's your fault. That's like the, when you go to a restaurant and the waiter says, here's the three specials, you pick a special, and it turns out to be crap. Is it that waiter's fault?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah it's the waiter's fault. Yeah, yeah, it he is. He suggested okay. it to you.
2: No. Okay. So, so you're okay. saying that the hiring manager not holds no responsibility for making a decision. None whatsoever. You know what?
1: Uh, if you tell the hiring manager to hire Jim, and he hires Joe instead, and you had warned him, don't no, hire I'm not Joe. Not telling anybody. Well, now what? you got me warning the guy. Yeah, I've done it. I said, "Don't hire this guy." And I I would go with this other candidate, and he, he, he disregarded me and went with the you know the guy I said, "Don't hire him," and it hold didn't on, work out, on. right? You you submitted somebody that you actually said, "Don't hire." No, him. That, what good. happened? Well, you know, I knew that was well, coming. Here's go. what happened. Yeah. Here's what happened. Here's what I, I told was. the candidate one of the what candidates. What happened was. <laughs> It's the candidate I told him what the company was we started talking I said this is the company and I then I told him I'm not going to present him and he went and had his wife deliver his resume directly and and the uh and the hiring manager said I want to see him and hire him you know <clears throat> and so okay. you I said out. don't hire that guy I said don't hire him I, we got paid but it you know it didn't work out How to replace him okay next question Candidate intro videos. HireVue was uh, posting on Twitter that, you know, they offer, you know, they, they let their uh, uh, applicants for jobs at their company go to their website and record uh, an introductory video. You said, uh, pour yourself a nice glass of scotch, light a good cigar, and <laughs> enjoy random videos. A Perfect Friday night. So I assume that you're not in favor of these video resumes, right? No,
2: not at all. No, because now okay, you're just giving me another. you giving that hiring manager another reason to disqualify you. Because oh, yeah? if, if, if they're if they're like you, animal, did you just see the guy's haircut? Oh my God, we're not going to talk to him. Or then okay. you got that candidate that candidate who's going to, for whatever reason, film it in his bathroom because apparently that's the only place that he can get privacy.
1: Okay. Anybody else? Anybody on the line like like the idea of those uh, introductory uh, videos? Send a, an email video using Loom or, or something like that? Anybody like video? I mean, video is supposed to be real hot.
2: No, I do love well, video. Me, let, let me change that. I do love video interviewing. What like you mean using like on Zoom. Skype or something? Or Zoom I've been, or Skype, you know. yeah. I do like that. So that's, no. Michael, you can't Cox do a face a to face? No, I, I like the say, video
0: interviewing if it's live, but the the recorded thing, the problem that I have with it is you know let's say uh, mark doesn't know enough about the job to know what to highlight in his video conversation and and it, uh-huh. it is really difficult imagine somebody that has never done this before or has very limited experience doing recording himself or herself now you're putting them on the spot and they have to have a lighting and proper angle and Make sure yeah. that they're dressed okay. appropriately. The you, you, the right you don't have to go
1: on for 15 minutes, okay? We know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> right. yeah. okay, okay, but you know what? So you you like Zoom? Is that the is that the platform you like doing those uh, video interviews on,
2: Jim? Yes. Yep. It's ad free too, so you don't have to worry about that. Zoom.
1: Zoom.com. Yeah. Zoom. Is, that, is it
2: is it dot com? Yeah. I think so. Zoom.us or something like that. Uh
1: huh. Okay. My questions don't seem to be turning you on. I'm just I'm just getting the feeling it's not a lighting of fire here on the show. Is there something that you'd like to talk about more than what you know I'm raising here? No, we can talk
2: about we can talk about video interviewing or those, those video intros, because that all it's gonna turn into is a generic cover letter where someone is I'm just so excited to yeah. hear about your opening at such and such and they're gonna say the wrong company or do something wrong. No. Or yeah. if you want to talk about you wanna talk about job descriptions? I love job descriptions.
1: Uh, well, you said something interesting <laughs> about
2: job descriptions. You
1: said people in, you know, every, everybody is uh, telling you how to write exciting job ads, and you said people never read them. They don't read past the title. Is that true in a job nope. ad?
2: It's absolutely true. Like I told you before, I posted a dot as a job description. A dot. Got 56 applications for a dot. The, the title was IT, IT intern. Yeah, some of them were good. I'm like, what? they want to be a dot. That's all they cared about. Post another one for a contract administrator I got lawyers applying for this, and it clearly states it's an entry level job, so yeah. that's not saying a lot about law schools anymore. you know if you can you know read a job description you're going to be able to read a legal document. those guys well, scared reading that stuff no, I put Easter eggs in there saying if you want to get notified immediately or get yeah. I have my actual contact information in the job description on yeah. indeed nobody reads them yeah. i'd be I'd be shocked I could put a if, if you want to test that, we'll put a job title up there, but put nonsense in the in the description, just nonsense words, and I bet you still get a bunch of applications,
0: yeah, and it's the that's same the, the same thing on the recruiting side you've got people um that actually i saw this this morning created fake LinkedIn profiles, and it was actually the profile of a fish and, oh I thought that funny, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, people were still hitting them up with um these these spam emails asking them to connect because they have this perfect opportunity for
2: them. Yeah, yeah they want I to think hire what, what you, his His, go, his go, name was go, Seagum. Go uh, yeah, the, actually yeah. recruiters went after a guy named Seagum, which is the name of a fish, and he had a picture of a fish, and he described being a fish, but he dropped yeah. little keywords in there about being a programmer or developer <clears throat> yeah. or something. I was like, yep. dude... <laughs> Yep. Okay, but Jim, Jim. Aside
1: from that, what you said about these uh, job descriptions, there's a, a lot of recruitment marketing people going on, on and there you on go. and on, about how to do an exciting job ad and how awful it is to put a you know a, a dull job description in there and you're not going to attract people and blah blah blah. You're saying it's all nonsense. Is that is that what you're saying?
2: It, it's all marketing. Someone's got a product. You know, you got too many aggressive words in your in your uh, job description. You're going to really piss off a lot of females if you have it like that. But if you buy my product, you'll attract more females. But they can't tell you. It's like was it like a Gallup poll where there's three million or three hundred million people live in the U.S. and a Gallup poll is fifteen hundred people. Yet uh-huh. that's how everybody thinks. It's based on fifteen hundred people. Okay, okay. Here's something so that's else like, that's Lou Adler and his compelling job description and job ad, and send that out, and it's like eighteen pages long, and then people complain if you get a three-page resume. Well, you just gave me eighteen-page job description. But okay, I don't know if give me Lou me does eight that,
1: But I honestly don't know when people say make it exciting. I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I'm really. No, I, don't. I mean, I just want the facts. What, what does the company do? and what, What's involved? What do I have to know to do the job? I mean, oh, don't don't do that. Don't tell people that. You know. Wait. Well,
2: so you should be playing my music then, because everybody wants to hire a rock star. But you won't play my rock star music.
1: <laughs> Hold on. There's
2: i in the, the background for
1: a while. There you okay.
3: go.
1: Yeah, you say that you don't like this Snoopy email software. You know, someone sends you an email, they use software to see if you've read the email, and then within minutes of you reading the email, they call you to discuss that email. Uh, no, is it's, that supposed it's to
2: be? To... It's within seconds. Okay. Do I have to is turn it, off yeah. the music?
1: Is it bothering you?
2: No, it's not bothering me. But it is, okay. it's within so, seconds. I'll get an email from a vendor, and then yeah. as I'm reading it, the vendor's calling me. I'm like, good Lord, dude. And the the other thing that people do that's kind of annoying is leave me a voicemail and send me an email 30 seconds after say, I'm following up on my voicemail, which I literally just left you. They want you to learn well, they all this
1: other they want to make sure you have – they keep saying you have to have so many touches – in order to, you know, get somebody to respond. So they're, they're hitting you. Uh, uh, Rich Rosen bills a million dollars a year on his own. He says he sends a, an email and, and a voicemail. It works for him. You don't like it. You think it's over One after Is another, Is that what though? you're
2: saying? One what? One after another? I mean, within seconds of each other? I mean, I can see. No, if, I don't know. If you leave me a voicemail, exactly. then next day you shoot me an email just following up. But good Lord.
0: Oh well, nobody answers their phone anyway unless they know who it's from. So you could, you could call right now, and then send a quick email saying, "Hey, I just left you a
2: voice message."
0: So yeah, I, I can I, see I, the
2: the immediate succession like that. Well, no, Mike, I, li- I like to answer my phone because I enjoy the spammers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. You no, think phones, it's you the see- phone scams? Those are
1: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think it's? I, I gathered that you think it's ridiculous that uh, the idea of treating uh, candidates like customers, am I right about that? You know, you don't like that either. You think that's
2: uh, hogwash? That depends who's saying it. you got to treat candidates nicely, but if you're treating them like, well, for in the hotel industry, you treat them like, yes, yeah, yeah, you do treat them nicely. But, okay. again, that's that's someone trying to sell you something again. All these, all these things where all these studies are coming from are $1,600 conferences, where you you post those a lot? Every time I see a hashtag come up, I'm like, oh, there's another conference going live right now. Where they talk about candidate experience. The candidate experience is what Indeed wants. You hit one click and you apply. Okay, great, but you, like those, great you like those. You like
1: those. You like those one click uh, deals, right? You like that, yep, right?
2: Yeah, I get I get way more applicants just posting directly on Indeed than anywhere else. Is that one? Well, now,
0: uh, Are they good applicants or? or?
2: It's it's the same combination of whether they come from our website or come off Indeed, you get the good and the bad together. So you just okay, more but no, lots of, of people say,
1: hold on, lots of people say if you make it too easy to apply, you get people who are just you know really spammers. Essentially, they're applying for stuff that they're not really uh, they're not you know, they're not good for. That you really need to have some screening process online, or you're going to get a lot of garbage. You're saying that's not true.
2: That's not true. So if you want to treat them like yes again, or or if you want to treat them like customers. Which is a better customer experience? Do you get to check out right away, or you have to fill out 17 forms, give a blood sample, you know, name it next of kin, and what's your phone number before you check out? Because we want to gather all the information up front. Which is a better guess? Which is a better customer experience? Checking out right away or going through a whole lot of crap? Uh huh. Okay. Here's your music. uh Oh. <laughs> it'll, it'll 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 show up in a minute. Well, no, I just had someone else complaining on on Facebook. Uh, Walmart drags him through a, a like a 45-minute personality assessment to be a cashier. Uh, yeah. Good lord, to be yeah, a cashier.
1: You, yeah, you hate personality assessments, is that right? You said it's like yeah, getting your tar- tarot cards read. Yeah, but it's bogus.
2: It's it's how you felt that one day, and how you felt you the company wanted you to answer those questions on that one day. You're doing it. It's, com- it's a, completely it's, the whole Briars mig thing, the whole briers mig yeah. test or whatever. It is, it's all made up. Myers-Briggs, what? Myers-Briggs, yeah, it's all made up. There's two wives. No, no, no. But Myers-Briggs has been discredited.
1: But there's other there's other personality there's assessments. None. Well, what? I'm sure there are.
0: The, the, hey, I have a great example of this animal. We had uh, we used to use a uh, an assessment tool, and we would run it too early in the process, and it would taint the rest of the interview. Um, Hiring managers would want to see that first. Uh, We tried doing it on the back end, so it wouldn't do that. But then they would weight it too heavily, um, and and so we actually got rid of it. Plus, there were several times when I would have candidates that would take it, and then I would have them take it again and get completely different results from the same person um, within a matter of hours.
2: Okay. At a former company, they actually did they assessed everybody, looked at their performance of the people that we hired that were recommended versus the people that we hired that were recommended. There was no difference in their performance.
1: Yeah, are you on Facebook, you said you prefer a coin flip to a personality assessment.
2: Yeah, well, yeah we got hired, this guy
1: we got a guy who comes on the show, he's been on twice, he, just, and he, he writes popular books, he's, he's a professor. He says you, there's scientific personality assessments that are way better than interviews, and you can count on them. And yet every recruiter says you can't count on them. I don't know if they're on another planet or, or what. I, 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 I got very excited when he, he said this is the way to hire people with these new personality assessments. Or this other guy said give them, uh, give them games to play and they'll play games and that'll reveal their personalities or just you know there's software that can analyze their social media presence and tell you accurately what these people are like and every recruiter says it's not true i
2: i i I'm I'm really confused okay so let me so are we hiring them based on their personality you know are we looking for someone that gives a lot of group hugs every day or is that is that what people are looking for? Then you got other people that sit there and say you got to hire people different than yourselves. That's how you make a diverse environment is how you get more more productivity. But now you're saying you got to hire everybody the same. they got to fit this personality mode. Otherwise, we're not going to hire them. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I don't know. Let me do an ad. Hey, everybody. It's the <laughs> recruiting animal. For PC Recruiter And I'm going to quote Jeremy Sizemore He's been a a guest on this show before Very successful SAP Recruiter Here's what he says about PC Recruiter He said, I've been on PC Recruiter for over 15 years Why? Because there's no Reason to change They're constantly improving the product They've got great customer service It's well priced And has all the functionality I want I also love the mobile app which I use all the time, and the ease with which I can import a LinkedIn profile or a Zoom <coughs> info profile by clicking the import button, I like that too, okay if PC recruiter, you can customize reports however you want them for team meetings, pipeline, workflow, etc. I have to admit i don't know exactly what those last things meant was, but you can customize your reports, right? Finally, PC Recruiter is a staple in our industry. About half of the Pinnacle Society is running PC Recruiter. Those are the best headhunters in the United States, okay? Our focus is on client development, recruiting, and making great placements, and PCR allows us to do that in a very efficient way. From the horse's mouth, everybody, PCRecruiter.net. Check them out. That was a little long. Wasn't it Michael G. Cox? Should I have shortened yes. that up? Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and Anybody else besides Michael G. Cox and Jim want to talk? There's a lot of people on the line, but I just got a feeling that I'm not lighting a fire under Jim. Anybody want to, you know, get him more excited than me? He's
0: what kind of uh, cool. recruiting do you do, man? Jim? What? Oh, what kind? Yeah, what do you typically placing?
2: Oh, accounting, marketing, revenue, uh, a little bit of operations, folks. Anything that supports behind the scenes, and there's another team that does the recruiting for the hotels themselves.
1: You work for a hotel company,
2: right? Yes. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I can say, yeah, Remington Hotels.
1: Okay. Someone, uh, someone posted, would you hire someone who had a, a small fib in their resume? I posted it, and uh, I looked up. Uh, you, you had said previously all resumes contain lies. Is
2: that true? That is true. There's there's only there's only two times in your life when you're perfect, when you're born and when you write your resume. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there, there's well, always going to be a, a little overinflation in there. There's going to be just a little bit of a lie. You may have changed your job title so it sounds better. There's okay, so that's not an and, issue
1: for you. If someone has a, a little fib in their resume, you'll still hire them, right?
2: A little fib, yeah. Okay. Everybody well, like, lies in a resume. You, you can't show me one resume where, they, where it's entirely truthful.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I challenge I, I you to can find show, that, or any recruiter. I can
1: show you eulogies that are not entirely truthful. <laughs>
2: yeah, see, no. yeah. Poor guy's That's already dead. you That's another time when you people net, are it.
1: pure. Yeah, eulogies are, you think everybody's an angel when you go to a funeral. I mean, it's unbelievable, especially if you knew the person yourself. Okay. Nope. Now, no, you no know, I mean, I'm going like, to talk
3: about Tinder. <laughs>
1: What what part of me <laughs> Tinder? Okay, I've never been on it. Is that is that Kendra? Yeah,
3: it is. Um, when you that want to animal. talk about lies and damn lies, you go on a dating site.
2: Uh huh.
3: There you oh, go. Yeah, that,
2: yeah, On a dating site, if there's if you if all you have is group pictures on the dating site, you're the ugly one. Uh huh.
1: Okay. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm glad that's buried in the middle of the show. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay. Recruiting and dating well, is mean, very much the same. This is a guy who marries people. You must marry a lot of people who've met on these dating sites,
2: right? Yeah. And you can almost mm-hmm. tell when they're going to get divorced, too. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. you can kind of look at how how they interact during, during their wedding. You're like, "Yeah, you will make it a year."
1: Oh, oh really?
2: Uh-huh. Dang. Have you ever married
1: anyone twice? Have you ever married anyone twice?
2: Nah, not yet. Oh, okay. that'd, that'd
1: be kind of awkward. Okay. Well, but I have- <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you, you are very hard on vendors. Uh, Kendra, do you have a question? Something better than I'm asking?
3: Uh, I'll just weigh in that I'm a belt and suspenders voicemail email person. Um, the email kind of looks like a dry template with links and uh, the standard boilerplate, but I like to, when I leave the candidate a message, get a little more personal, like, um, hey, I really liked what I saw on your resume, really want to chat with you. I'm going to put a short version of this in email, follow that, please go apply. But I do both, and then I reference the voicemail in the email and reference the email in the voicemail, and um, I'm about, I get about 80% response.
1: Uh-huh. If I got a voicemail from you with your sexy voice, I, I would reply, you know. But with you'
3: I, I don't think I'd I'm on the am not even the sexy voice right now. <laughs> oh, we're, we're,
2: okay. what's it? You animal? Who's who's posting about uh, business development? People or or females in recruiting? Someone someone did something about that the other day. Well, bra people don't who don't wear, wear bras kind of, to work?
3: No, that was, Amy. That, was Amy that was Amy Miller.
2: Oh, I don't wear bras to work either. That doesn't seem to be a problem for me. Okay, what were you talking about business development,
1: though? And Kendra, that Kendra was no, referring to Amy's posting. What What did it say? No,
2: I was referring to there's there's um, if if you notice it now in business development, or just maybe they're just picking on me, but they're all kind of hot blondes in Dallas, and then the recruiters are all guys.
1: Uh, for the they're hot blondes for for what kind of companies? Recruiting software or, or what?
2: Oh, staffing agencies.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, okay. that happens you're, in Connecticut
1: Okay, you're an in-house recruiting manager, and so there's recruiters calling on you all the time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, business, and they've got cheerleaders yeah, for their sales rep?
2: Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. So I have to okay, totally
1: explain sir, that tender, to Did me you, you have uh, some input about hot blondes?
3: Well, I have been both agency and internal, <laughs> and uh, I, I actually know the game, and they reach out to the hiring managers, and, uh, you know, yes, a lot of blonde.
1: Really? Okay. Did you dye your hair when you were in that business?
3: Or you oh, in that yeah. business
1: now? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. But you know what? But Jim is particular. I've never seen anybody uh, consistently make comments that are very hard on vendors. Like here's another one of his. Come on, folks. At least get the free version of Grammarly, and then he, you know, he re- reproduces uh, an email he got. The guy says, "Hi, Jim. My name is Jack." and I'm uh, a part of the account management team here at company company, I'm reaching out to, I'm reaching out connect, right? So it's missing a word to connect. So, you know, it looks bad when, you know, there's typos and stuff like that. And you apparently get a lot of them. Is that, is that right, Jim?
2: Get a lot. Yeah. get a lot of vendors always reaching out. And if you can't even get that first email, right, what else is going to be wrong? Okay.
1: So, uh, is it with candidates as what, well? You're biased against candidates that that make typos or bad edits of their their email.
2: Only if they do one thing. If they do one thing, then I'm completely biased. You put detail oriented or um, on the resume anywhere, I'm going through it.
1: <laughs>
2: and and you better get everything right in there. Cause I just had one cool. the other day. That said she said she was you know detail oriented. Went through theirs. Misspellings everywhere. Spelled account wrong. Uh huh. She couldn't even spell her job oh. title. It was accountant. Spelled that wrong. I guess you missed that little detail. Your actual job title. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay. And and you also say if they really want to impress uh, an interviewer, uh, a candidate should have them swing by Starbucks and get them some vanilla lattes. Were were you just joking, or do you think that's actually a good thing to do?
2: Did I say that about a candidate?
1: You said, I'm going to quote you, if they really – this is only half of your comment. You said if they really want to impress – if they really want to, you know, some woman went after me today on that bra posting. I deleted it because she went after me and she said I co-quoted her out of context. Right? She said she placed somebody and the candidate went in with a with a out of bra for two days in a row and the client complained and they 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 had to replace that that woman. So I posted. I posted her comment, Then she came after me. She said, it's out of context. I said, how? She said, because I had other comments there about uh, other behavior she had. Anyway, so don't tell me that this is a – I said this might be a joke. I'm not trying to misrepresent you (laughs) about vanilla lattes. Okay? Uh, 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 Michael G. Cox, if they brought you a nice drink, would that make you feel good, uh, well-disposed?
0: Who brought me a drink?
1: A candidate or? If a, someone's coming in for a face-to-face and they bring you an expensive Starbucks drink, would you no. like that person better? No. What? No.
0: No. Okay. No, it's just it's 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 cute. It's but you don't know what I
1: drink. I just want. No. Well, well, would it turn you against them? Say this person's shallow. They think no.
2: they can bribe
1: me with a two-dollar drink or three-dollar drink. No, I'm I'm going to withhold
0: my judgment.
2: <laughs> well, in all fairness, I think I was talking about vendors always showing up So I jokingly tell them, if you w- really want to impress me Stop the donuts, bring in a prime rib carving station I mean, let's take let's, let's okay. it up a notch Everybody drops off donuts Or if you're here in Texas, you get breakfast tacos Okay, well, let me do Eight another Let me do another
0: Breakfast tacos
2: What's that?
1: Okay, not, breakfast I tacos are acceptable
2: Are they?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they sound oh, yeah. pretty sloppy to me. They sound sloppy to me. I can't imagine eating one of those during the interview. Okay. No, I'm talking anyway, about vendors, not No, ta- he's talking about vendors. So they come in and you're eating this slop while you're talking to somebody about whatever the case. You've trying never had a breakfast taco, you? have you?
2: Dude, There's, seriously from, it's not No, I've slop. never had a
1: breakfast taco. I don't even I don't even know what it is. I've hear it or read <laughs> about it. But, oh my goodness. You've never oh,
2: you gotta come out of Canada every once in a while.
1: Can't yeah. live in. Okay. Look. Okay. I'm also a
2: vegetarian. I don't know if they make them. You okay, can do that. Look. You can get you can get just meat or whatever they call that fake stuff.
1: Oh yeah, oh. soya or something like that. Okay. Look, everybody. I have to do an ad for my good friends at Honet, Honeit. H-O-N-E-I-T. <coughs> dot com. dot com is phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help your hiring managers hear the motivation the personality, and the enthusiasm that the recruiter just heard, okay? When you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, it delivers a ton of info that you can't get from a resume. You can't get it from a dry report. So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of that sizzle with Honit IT, okay? And look, it turns the conversation into a transcript as well. So you could search her for keywords. You could pass everything around to anybody on the hiring committee. It works with every ATS or CRM. Go check it out. H o n e i t dot com. Jim, I have a problem with you today. Like, if I was going to send a clip from this interview, I keep trying to. Get that sizzle out of you. I'm trying to put some fire under you. You're just so low-key. I, I just don't feel I'm getting, I'm engaging you properly. What do you want to talk about that you feel passionate about?
2: Well, now I'm kind of passionate about breakfast tacos. <laughs> the fact yeah, that you haven't okay. had any.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, you agree with this statement. Only assholes ask brain teaser interview questions. Am I right about that?
2: You're right. What's the okay. point of that? Do you try to make yourself look smarter to the candidate?
1: Okay, well, you said... Uh, They're irrelevant to, to the that, job. Jim said if you can guess the exact number of jelly beans in the jar at the receptionist desk, you're hired. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Here's a serious one. You said you were thinking about having to upgrade to Facebook Premium to get good search results. And you were asking people... Uh, to help you with that, do you do Facebook searches a lot in your uh, in your um, recruiting?
2: Yeah, I try Sorry? a lot, but I, I think Facebook doesn't want you to to search on them. I uh-huh. got to be if if anybody's successful searching on Facebook. Well, a lot of people like myself, you would never know I was a recruiter on if you ser- try to search for me on Facebook. Same thing on Twitter, you'd never know because I I use Facebook uh-huh. as it's as kind of a laughing thing, as a little you know let off some steam some stuff, but I don't. Like I'm a uh, penguinologist in the Antarctic. That's my job title.
1: Don't
2: mm. so you look at okay. a lot of people. I can't even find people. Now, I used to have this little cool uh, widget or, I guess, Chrome extension on LinkedIn that would find me everybody's LinkedIn, or not LinkedIn, their Facebook and their Twitter profile. But LinkedIn uh-huh. said, oh, you can't have that anymore. If you want to keep using that, you got. To, if you want to keep using LinkedIn, you got to delete that. Okay, well, we're not talking would,
1: about LinkedIn now. We're talking about Facebook, right? I am
2: talking about Facebook, but it's very difficult to find people on Facebook.
1: Okay, I agree, but, but obviously other people are doing it successfully.
2: Kendra, are you searching on Facebook for people?
3: No.
1: Why not? Um, <laughs>
3: Facebook I Facebook
0: could be – go ahead, sorry.
3: I need corporate well, types that are in the greater New York City, Connecticut area, and I yeah. – uh, yeah, and then they've got to have telecom, so there's better places to look. Okay, it's just
1: better, but, you know, apparently, you know, you can use, there's all kinds of oblique ways to search on Facebook. You just have to find one person like that, and then you, then you find all the people they're connected to, and uh, a lot of them are likely in the same
2: field. At least that's the theory, okay?
1: Well, okay. if you find
2: there's absolutely, absolutely nobody connected to me on Facebook that would be doing what I'm doing. It's all family and friends. So unless okay. I mean, okay. that's really what to, – to me, Facebook is family and friends, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. What about
1: this idea? I always read that the number one reason people quit jobs is because of the manager. Do you find that's true? And money. Money. Okay. Money. You so, have
2: money up there. But so the, when you the ask manager, them
1: why they – go ahead.
2: Well, the manager motivates them to look. But then once they start looking, they they want more money than they're making now. But they're motivated by that manager to start looking. Okay, if they so were happy, the then is, that goes back
1: to. No, when you ask them, you say, "Well, well what's motivating you take to take a look, or why would you be interested in taking a look at this job right now?" Um,
2: well, what do they tell, tell you? More money? Are they
1: honest? Well, what?
2: No, they're not going to tell you. The, they, they're, they're, nobody's going to unless they're a professional athlete or a movie star. They're not going to tell you more money. Then, because then in the back of your mind, you'd be thinking, "Well, that's all." The, they're motivated by greed. They're not looking for uh-huh. for that. Everybody knows how yeah. to answer interview questions. Everybody. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so in other words, only Wait, an nope. idiot would admit. Only an idiot or a naive person would admit, "I'm looking for a job because I want more money." Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yep.
2: Or if it that's your, nobody. Oh that, well, yeah, it's, uh, that's true to the salesperson. I'm looking for a bigger commission or something. But if I'm looking for an accountant and they're said their only reason for looking, I just want to get paid more. Uh huh. No, I appreciate the honesty, but. Oh, you don't that means you, you're always you want these to, to lie
1: to you. So you want these people to lie to you. Is that right?
3: <laughs> yeah. So okay. They can at <laughs> least say thing. professional growth. Just say, I'm looking for professional growth.
2: That's what, yeah, there you go. That's the answer. I'm very limited to where I'm at. I'm looking for a growth opportunity.
1: Uh-huh.
3: That's what and they so all you say. assume.
1: Yeah, so you all assume that that's not true, and but that's what you want to hear. You want, them, uh-huh. you want them to lie to you. That's what you're saying, right?
2: Well, I want a reason other than I want more money. Okay. Wanting well, more money he, is still what, a good thing. What if him. he
1: or she said, what if the candidate says, you know, Jim, I don't like my manager.
2: I want a new manager. Oh, I get that all the time. So what is it about your manager that kind of rubs you wrong? So I want to make sure I'm not putting you back in that same position. Because sometimes it turns out it's, it's not the manager. It's look in the mirror. It's you. You're, you're, you're an asshole to have it as an employee. Uh, you'll, you'll you, tell can't, you, can't have, you can't have... You can't... Well, you'd love to. If I was an agency recruiter, I probably would. Cause I would you know. But as corporate, i got to look out for my guests. Uh, but if, if the last three jobs you left is because you had a poor manager, the common denominator is not the manager. It's you. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're sort of contradicting yourself now. You say you do want
1: them to be honest about this, or you don't mind if... Or are they are they stupid for admitting that that
2: uh, that the manager is the problem? Is that a mistake? No, that's, that's not a mistake at all. But if you if you say it for the last three times, uh-huh. I just didn't get along with my manager. I left because I had, a, okay. I had a poor manager. So either you're not interviewing the person you're going to work for, or it's probably you. Okay,
1: Kendra, are you are you in agreement with him? Does anyone ever say I don't like my manager? And are they no, stupid if they do so?
3: It's usually the truth, but uh, they'll say things like, um, I'm looking for a- alignment or the organizational goals don't align with the direction I want to grow in. That's what they say.
1: Uh-huh, but if you That's actually perfect. ask for a follow-up question on that, what do they, what do they say then?
3: Uh, you know, like the company is shrinking, there's not room to grow, or we're, we're, we added another line of business, or new leadership came in. That's all code speak, you know.
1: Uh huh. So all this stuff is irrelevant. The reason for leaving is it, it's it's a non-issue. Is that right? Both of you seem to be saying that.
2: Well, no. Let me clarify mine a little bit. If I reached out to you, I targeted you. I always preface it with, "I understand I reached out to you, but what's causing you to want to explore other opportunities?" Now, if you apply to me, then you get a little bit different treatment because now you're an act. You're you're actually pursuing a, a position versus me pursuing you. Uh-huh.
1: Well, you know what? Even if you're recruiting a passive candidate, the employer, oh, no, your client, or the hiring manager wants to know well, why would this person believe interested in, you know, making a move or why yep. would they consider a move? You're going to have to, in the end, ask them that question one way or another,
2: right? No, I ask them all the time. What okay, are you what?
3: looking for in your next position?
2: Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. Or my 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 go-to question has always been, you know, you know, what is causing you to want to explore other opportunities? Kind of toss it back in their court in a nice way.
1: Okay, don't but, say but why are you looking? But obviously, both of you and Kendra, Michael G. Cox hasn't spoken. There's other people on the line. No one has spoken up. You don't expect to get an honest answer. It's money or managers, and. Uh, you know, in fact, you don't want honest answers. That's what it sounds like to me. It's funny. It's funny that, you know, this is – it's like a nonsense question. What's your greatest weakness? That's another dumb one. Okay, so a lot of the questions recruiters ask, which I, seem to be important questions, um, they're really meaningless. Uh, let me ask something else now. I'm going to move on. Well, they, they You're not crazy about off. – <laughs> okay. That's the yeah. truth. Yeah, okay. You're not crazy about Glassdoor. You said Glassdoor has to have a disclaimer. We do not verify that these reviews are from actual or for, former employees. Is it that bad?
2: It's that bad. You know, Indeed has implemented that you can actually get verified reviews. They will. What does that mean? It means if you as an employer, you will send a list of names to Indeed, and then they will send a request out for them to come back and fill out a – not survey, but fill out the, uh, the review. And if they do – it gets a little star next to it, it says verified review well it's like on Amazon they've got verified
1: purchaser yeah that
2: so you, if actually you leave bought it, the product yeah mhm mhm And okay. where i get reviewed you know where i get reviewed as a uh, as a pastor it says verified or not verified so uh-huh. if someone actually came on there and said yeah i actually did hire him he actually did this before me but glassdoor doesn't offer that i could go on there and i could review every company under the sun and say i worked for him there's uh-huh. just, there's no yeah, it's I guess uh,
1: they they
0: feel and that don't even, the anonymity. You don't even have to
2: put a picture up there like like Yelp. At least you got to have some sort of login with Yelp. You know, you got to join Yelp and then have a, you know, a user ID and all the other stuff, and maybe make a profile. Okay, Black but Starter a lot of companies.
1: I went to a, com- I you know, I don't usually go to conferences, but I went to one local one, and I uh, and uh, you know there was a uh, to my surprise there was an engineering manager, uh, an HR person, in an engineering company. And she was really uh, concerned about the bad uh, reviews on Glassdoor. Glassdoor was a big issue for her. So, uh, I'm assuming corporate recruiters like yourself take them take take it very seriously, even if they're not no. valid. That they're biasing, making people
2: biased against you. You have to think well, because it is your company out there or your organization. You got to take it somewhat seriously. But if you look at the negative reviews and how negative they are, that's generally someone that's been fired. With okay. so um it's 'cause I was gonna do another
1: know. ad. I've left it too long. Is I it left for it Glassdoor? It hey everybody <laughs> recruiting animal recruiting recruiting animal doing uh, an ad for Hire tool. H. I. R. E. T. U. A. L. And I'm gonna quote my good friend. Chris Wyderka again. I'm going to spell her name first: W Y D E R K A. So you know she's a real person. She is verified by me. Okay. Here's what she says about Hire Tool: I love the product! Exclamation mark. She wrote this on Facebook. I finally got my company to purchase a seat for me, and it's such a time-saving tool. I support 17 recruiters and account managers in four different recruiting specialties, and man, it can get a little crazy. Without some help, I wrote an article, and you can find it on my LinkedIn page, about the accuracy of the emails and phone numbers I found through this search tool. And I gave you the spelling of her name. You can go to find her on LinkedIn. And if you need a resume, she writes those as well for, I don't know, 150 bucks. Nice girl. Check her out. HireTool.com. Okay, I'm feeling bad, Jim. I had a feeling this was coming. You're the funniest commenter. On my Facebook group. You leave comments, they make me laugh, but you are low-key on this show. I want you to well, make me key. laugh, okay? Can't you do that?
2: Stop yelling at me for a second. Okay. So how, so how long have you been a recruiter?
1: A long time. I'm what not here to be for? interviewed. I'm here to ask the questions. Well, okay? look, I'm asking the questions. Here's what you say. Here's here's how you build rapport when you get someone on the phone. You say, my opening line is, it's a nice day here in Dallas. Tell me how you truly feel about Elizabeth Warren.
2: There you go. Well, how do you feel no, about you Elizabeth Warren? No, you don't do that. Okay. Well, how do you build rapport? How do you build rapport quickly when you make a, a – do you cold call candidates? Yeah, just ask them how they're doing, just, just the regular thing if you meet them in a the hallway.
1: No, no, no. So what That's what do you say when you get the person on the phone? What do you, What do you say to them?
2: No, just usually who I'm from. And well, so I want to hear you off- the exact
1: words. I want, if you've oh. ever heard the show, i like to hear the exact words, okay, so I can copy you, okay?
2: Okay. What, well, what do you say? So, exactly? Animal? Yeah. Hey, Animal, this is uh, Jim Wall with Remington Hotels. I know I caught you off guard, but I want to see if I get some time on your calendar to talk about the director of accounting position. Keep it short uh-huh. and simple. Yeah.
1: Hard pass. Okay. I'm free right now, Jim. All right. So you're not going to ask me about the hockey game last night or, you know... Well, you're uh, not
2: here to be interviewed. Are you here to be interviewed or not? Because
1: You're cold you calling you me about be- a job. You're, you're cold calling me to tell me about a, a position you've got available. Uh, you know, uh, so don't you want to break the ice with me? I don't have a drink, okay, so you have to do something that's going to warm me up or do you want to just get right to it? It's up to you. I'm just trying to find out what, how you do these calls.
2: Well, tell me how you feel about breakfast tacos.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's, here's, I asked a question on, on Facebook. A guy posted uh, a tweet. It says, fuck off James Neal, head slashing motherfucker. Okay. And I said, uh, is that going to be an issue if you saw your candidate posting this on uh, Twitter? And you said, it's just an angry sports fan. If that was an issue,
2: that was an issue
1: you be
2: Well, you're in Canada? You ever been hit in the head with a hockey stick?
1: Uh no, I never have, actually. Thank oh. goodness. Well, no, did did
2: you play hockey?
1: Uh yeah, I did when I was younger, but your point is that if this was an issue, it would be impossible to fill roles. You, you say your your point of view is that you know, you can't go on someone's social media feed and judge their, you know, competence or cultural fit with your company. By what they say on Twitter. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're getting down to the last few minutes. What I've should written. I ask
2: you? So what What I don't like is people that look for ways to disqualify people. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what that is. I'm going to try to find something where I don't have to talk to you. And let me uh-huh. find anything I possibly can that, that precludes me from, from having a conversation with you. So someone gets mad about a, a high sticker? Why not? Okay. No, well, they're not just there, getting they, mad about no, a high you sticker. You know,
1: someone who's high sticking, they're they're using rough language. Okay, <laughs> that's that's the issue there. Not the fact that they're talking about a a foul, a foul. Okay. Let me okay, let me go so on now, to something so else. Okay. So
2: ups- now they're upsetting the, the the snowflakes of the world. Everybody's getting upset yeah. because they use a word that everybody and, and they should have said effin.
1: Uh huh. Right. <laughs>
2: That'd got to be effing. Yeah, you effing. Want it. You know, <laughs> or freaky. Or freaking. Yeah, freaking high sticker. But everybody knows what yeah. you meant. Just say it. It's like the little kid. Okay. If, if you allow your little kid to scream at, at the shopping mall, you're a freaking idiot. Just let him say the word. <laughs>
1: Okay, I think it makes a difference to some people. Okay, here's the thing. I, I want to get this before the show's over. Okay, with with money, if you call someone up like you called me up, and after we start finish talking about breakfast tacos, you say, "Look, I want to talk to you about this uh, director of accounting position." And, and if the person says, "Jim, what's a paying? You talk money with them right away. You're not like Lou Adler, and you don't say, look, this is a career issue, not a money issue. Let's talk about money later, okay? So you don't yeah. do that. You, you address the money issue
2: right away. Am I right about that? That's correct. Why, why waste your time? If I have a budget, my budget can only pay $80,000, and you want to make $110,000, I'm not going to drag you through the interview process because you think you can impress somebody, and they're going to give you a 30% jump on something they can't afford. But if you want me to, I'll drag you through, and you can speak to 15 people, and at the end we'll go like, Psh, well, it was $80,000. You sure told me that before <laughs> I went through all that. So it's, it's better to be upfront front than waste everybody's time. To me, that's a good candidate experience. If the job only pays oh. X and they want Y, then why move on?
1: Okay, so if it's an 80 to 90 range, and you know that, I think you said yeah. you won't tell them the top end. You'll say it's in the 80s, right? You won't give yeah, them the be,
2: exact range. No, you're correct, because everybody will hear that second number. Uh huh. No matter what the range is, if I say it's fifty to seventy, you, all you heard was seventy. You forgot. I okay, but fifty the word to seventy 50.
1: actually makes it a little more difficult. What are you going to say? Yeah. Like if it's eighty to ninety, you could say
2: it's in the eighties. If it's fifty to seventy, what are you going to say? Well, at that point, I kind of take it back on them. I said, I don't know what you're making now, but what would you like to to make in order to make a move to Remington? And I kind of put it and back on will, there. And, and will they
1: and actually they, will they actually tell you?
2: 90% of the time, they do. They want you to give me their current salary, which is fine, but uh-huh. they'll give me what they want to make. And that okay. that bodes well for me in California, New York, Massachusetts, where I can't ask you what you do. Uh-huh.
1: Well, you know, they might say, Jim, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to commit to any salary before I find out a lot about the job. It's too early for me, okay? So you're going into it blind with no money talk. Is that fair for you?
2: No. I'm a, okay, So I'll be you involved, won't recruit somebody,
1: even if someone's profile looks good. You won't recruit them until you've got an idea, uh, until they actually make a statement about what they're looking for, before they even no, really do the, have I
2: will do the I will do the, the, initial, the, the initial call, but after that, everybody's going to want to know, can we afford them? So what's the point of putting them in front of the hiring manager if, if we don't know if we can afford them or not? And why would that person want to? And if you're that person, why do you want to waste your time? If you don't, Why are you okay. test driving a Porsche when you got the budget for a Ford? Uh uh-huh. You know you can't buy okay. it, so why are you even bothering with it?
1: You know what? Let me get this question in before it's all over, because uh, it was it's a Jerry question, and, and and you actually are one of the few people who've ever addressed it. You say um, with the agency agreement, you don't uh, yours don't allow for a one-year ownership of the candidate. If I if I send you a candidate tomorrow, and uh, you don't hire that person. Um, uh, and and uh, you hire that same, but you hire six months later through another agency for a different job. I, I can't come to you and say, look, that's my candidate. You got to pay me as well.
2: No, you can't. I didn't. You know, I didn't hire him because of you. You gave it to him. That's why I stand by Jerry. If it wasn't for that other agency, I wouldn't have even known about that other guy that he was available, and ready to go again. That's a person that okay. presented him. What you, about if you, about them, if you find, so you if you find the
1: resume on your own ATS six months later? It's there because of me. Will you pay me?
2: No. If Why you own that candidate well you you tell me you owned him. So what did you do during that ownership period? Did you take him to lunch every day? Did you call us goes to some kids' but ball you games? You
1: wouldn't have, have you, had that candidate. You, you wouldn't you wouldn't have had the candidate if I hadn't have sent her to you. You don't know that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Why
2: should you get credit okay. So, so, so hold what on. you can do What if I present can a candidate
1: Final question Final question What if I present a candidate Okay Then you come to me afterwards And say You know after Oh you know it turns out We had this person In our, in our database Anyway I'm not going to pay you for him Where, Are you going to do that
2: To me then As well No I've never I've never done that Just, just to be honest with you I've never done that Okay At all okay. But on, okay. on your first one So what's to stop you From sending me 10,000 resumes On people and go like, no, oh, yeah, I sent them to you. All those ten thousand people are mine. I'm like, really? Just because you okay, sent so me they're, somebody? Okay, they're only mine. They're
1: only mine for the job I send them in for, right?
2: Or if you call them back up and you're in constant contact with that candidate, and you know that we have another opening, and you bring them back up, yeah, you just got to do okay, some work. Okay, for the job. Okay, that's the, uh, another job. Okay, yeah, Jim
1: J Underscore W. A. H. L. You know what? I got a lot more questions. Next time you come on, I'm gonna make you more excited, but I've enjoyed meeting you all the same. Michael G. Cox, Kendra, Maureen <laughs> Maureen whispering in the background. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>